Hello, Connected Parents, and welcome to another episode of Connected Parenting. Today, I want to focus on mistakes. I want to talk about mistakes. Making mistakes is guaranteed in life, um, but they're also an inevitable part and an intricate part of learning and of growth. And how we react to those mistakes, um, especially in front of our kids, really teaches them how to respond to errors and perfection. Um, and the truth is, as parents, our kids are always watching us, and we are always teaching them. So today, let's talk about mistakes. Hi, everyone. I'm Jennifer Clary. I'm a child and family therapist and a parenting coach and the founder of Connected Parenting. And welcome to the Connected Parenting Weekly Podcast. Join me every week, and we'll tackle everything from temper tantrums to bedtime to sibling issues to teenage angst. Parenting can be so wonderful, but it can be so hard. Parents often say to me, hey, can you just come live at my house? This is the next best thing. Let's do this together. So the other day I sent out an email, like a mass email to people just with, I don't, I don't remember what the topic was, but I, I like to share kind of just interesting stuff. And anyway, right in the first two sentences of this email is a glaring massive typo, like really obvious typo. And I don't know how I didn't see it, but I literally didn't see it. After I sent it out, I send it to myself also, and I get it and I look at it and uh, there it is, this glaring mistake. My stomach drops. I'm like, oh my God, this looks so unprofessional. This is so ridiculous. You know, if I saw a typo in somebody's thing, I wouldn't. Anyway, I went off on a whole tangent about this. And then I took a breath and I realized, okay, you know what? What am I going to do? It's already sent. It's already done. Um, and I also thought about how mistakes are such an inevitable and important part of life that we learn our greatest triumphs come from making mistakes first. You know, we're sort of shaping ourselves based on a lot of trial and error and how we, how we respond to ourselves when we make mistakes and how we treat our children uh, when they make mistakes and how we treat ourselves in front of our kids when we're making mistakes is all a really important opportunity to teach and to help our children uh, learn self-compassion and have what's called a growth mindset. And right off the bat, if you're not familiar with Dr. Carol Dweck's work on growth mindset, she's got a fantastic book. She's there TED Talks. Dive into that because it's really important. And I'll, I'll touch on that in this, uh, in this podcast a little bit, particularly um, how important that is for kids who are highly sensitive and for gifted kids. But let's think about mistakes and let's, let's go back and think, okay, so how did our parents handle mistakes for us? And if you were lucky enough, you might have a parent who said, oh, mistakes happen, don't worry. You know, they're part of growth and learning. But for a lot of us, it was more like, you know, you spilled something and I'm like, yeah, careful, what's the matter with you? And so we sort of may have our own um, experience as children with how our parents treated us when we made mistakes. So one of the first things to do is just kind of go back and think inward and just examine that. How were we treated as children when we make mistakes. And here's a really powerful exercise. It might sound a little corny, but it is really it really is powerful. So let's say you you have the memory of, yeah, you got yelled at, you you know got a blast if you spilled something or knocked something over, or you forgot to do something, or you scratched the car or whatever it was. Um, you know, and to an extent, you want to have a little bit of healthy shame when when you make a mistake because that's actually what makes you go, hmm, well, that didn't feel good or, I'm now out of harmony with the people that I care about. That wasn't a great idea, or I was pretty careless, or 
if I'm not careful about that, something bigger could happen. Um, so you, there is definitely value in the mistake and you want to have a bit of a negative charge with it so that it alerts your brain that it's something that you want to adjust. But you want that to be healthy shame, not toxic shame. And toxic shame is when you're really beating yourself up or the person who's mad at you is really kind of going at it. And it's clear that they're not only mad at you, but they're carrying their own issues behind that. So here's the exercise. If a memory happens to come up of a time where you got, you know, yelled at for something, close your eyes, put your hand on your heart, go right into that feeling of feeling yelled at and embarrassed and mortified. And you know, that feeling is like this sickening drop right down the center of your body, right through your core. And then imagine going back in time and having a conversation with your six-year-old self, eight-year-old self, 16-year-old self, whatever memory came up, look into your whatever eight-year-old self's eyes, put your hands on their cheeks, look right into their eyes and recreate it. Say to them what you wish your parent would have said to you in that moment. It can be quite emotional. You can actually feel yourself uh, tearing up or even crying in these moments. But the same way you would talk to your child with the same loving care, go back to your uh, past self and give your past self a little love. It will actually heal a little timeline in you. And you can use that anytime that you, that memories pop up, but it's quite lovely. So coming back to that, the first step is to kind of think about how you were treated as a child or at work or wherever you could even be current uh, when you make mistakes and be very, very aware of that, because that's going to affect how you respond to your children when they make mistakes. And then let's really kind of look at the, the value of mistakes. We probably, we don't, there's nothing that we are doing right now, whether it's tying your shoes, driving, um, anything you do right now, you did based on a series of very, very important errors and mistakes. And having that growth mindset and knowing that it is a work in progress. And if you don't know how to do something, just put the word yet on the end. Again, I'm referring back to Dr. Carol Dweck's work on this. It's so important. That's such a powerful word and it opens up. Um, possibilities. If So it's not such a closed mindset. I don't know how to do that. I'm terrible at it. I'm no good at it. Um, and, and that really can shut down learning. Uh, kids can become very embarrassed of mistakes, which can lead to things like lying and covering things up and then having more shame. Uh, it can also lead to kids not wanting to try because they don't want to be blasted. They don't want to have that zap from making a mistake. Now, sometimes you can have a child who re horribly reacts to mistakes, freaks out for mistakes, and you're not that kind of parent. You're not the parent who says, what did you do that for? What's the matter with you? You've actually been quite lovely about mistakes. Some kids temperamentally are just born being really hard on themselves. And they have what I call, uh, I call it the burn. It's this very intense feeling of shame. They just get mortified, absolutely mortified. And it's such a deep intense feelings. This is very, very common, by the way, if, if you have a gifted child, um, kids on the spectrum, this can be true for kids that have ADHD, um, children by nature who are exquisitely sensitive also, but it's this, it's this feeling of like, I don't know, let's say you were, I don't know, I don't know reaching into the cookie jar or something and some, when you shouldn't, and someone's like, what are you doing? You're going to have that, that kind of feeling. It's such an intense feeling from them that you could just look at them and say, hey, what's going on with like the nicest look on your face and they will still feel that intense shame. So some children are like this anyway. Um, it's funny, my, my son, Jacob, who's now 
turning 29 actually this month. I remember he was about four and we were in a, uh, we were in an office getting, figuring out a bank loan or something. And we were just, you know, about to sign the papers and head out the door and he was four. And so he's kind of wandering on the office and he put his hand on a stapler and the, the woman who was doing the, was our bank person was like, Oh, honey, don't touch that. That's all she did. She didn't say like, what are you doing? She just said, Oh, don't touch that. And he crumpled onto the floor, crawled under a desk. He was just wounded and mortified and horrified by that moment. So some children are just exquisitely sensitive to mistakes. So if you have a child like this, this conversation is even more important. Um, and it's really important when you make a mistake to demonstrate what you would like your child to know and understand about mistakes. So when you can't find something or you, I don't know, forgot something major instead of going, oh, I'm such an idiot. What's the matter with me? Why do I do things like that? Like that self-talk, they're watching and they're thinking, okay, well, if mom feels that way about herself, then she probably feels that way about me when I make a mistake. So that compassion and self-love, okay, I've lost my keys. I have this feeling that I want to get really mad at myself because I've done this before. I really feel like saying some not nice things to myself right now, but you know what? Mistakes happen. They happen. Losing these keys is maybe going to help me the next time figure out another system. And you can't, don't, don't look at the kid and go, look at me doing this. Like, that's not what it's about. Try to do it as naturally as you can. You can. So your child is actually watching you and seeing you do this and witnessing and feeling the feeling of you all really using the calm technique on yourself out loud in those moments. Um, and you can do it in a way that you don't look, look crazy. Like you you know, your child is watching you. You know, your child is, is hearing you speak out loud. It, it is a lovely kind of teaching moment, but don't make it obvious. See what I did there? Like, don't do that. Just, just, just have that feeling that two things are going to happen. One, your child is watching you going, oh, okay. I guess mistakes aren't so bad. And look at that kind of soothing response. My mom or my dad did to him or herself. But also oxytocin is flowing, that beautiful chemical that flows, that calms you down, that blocks cortisol, that increases neuroplasticity, that helps you remember things is now flowing, which is actually going to help you remember where you put those keys next time. So this is such an important, important part um, of learning and moving through your life. So let's talk about what you do when your child makes a mistake. So I don't know, they've spilled something or they, I don't, one of the hardest ones is that they accidentally hurt you. You know, you get a headbutt to the face by accident and you, you have like a flash kind of reaction, which you almost can't control in those moments. And then your child can feel that moment of shame. Um, so it, it is important to remember that you can repair, right? So let's say your child, I don't know, headbutts you and you're like, oh, what did you do? and you just had a kind of flash reaction. You can catch yourself and go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That was pain talking. That was my pain talking. Give me a second. Mm, I love you. I know that was an accident. I know we were having a great time. You didn't mean to hurt me. You can kind of speak that out loud. And then the oxytocin starts flowing. You'll actually calm yourself down. Um, if you do blow it and you freaked out because you had a really hard day and there was a lot going on and your kids weren't being careful and stuff got spilled and there's, I don't know, sugar all over the floor or whatever happened and you really blew it, you didn't have a great parenting moment, you can go back and repair. So at bedtime, remember today at dinner when I just lost it and the sugar went flying? I thought about that and I thought about you were just trying to have fun or you were just trying to help or you were trying to explore and get ready to make cookies or dessert or whatever it is. And I flipped out 
that must have felt really, really crappy for you. That must have felt really yucky. So you kind of do your mirroring after the fact. You can think about, you know, what you want to say. You can come up with beautiful sentences that really capture what your child is feeling. And then you can say, and you know what was happening to me? I was overwhelmed. My brain was just on the fritz and I'm going to work on that. And I know that it's possible to work on that, but I'm going to have moments sometimes and I love you. And then you rub noses and then you connect and you get that oxytocin flowing in a different way and you do the repair. So this conversation is really about how to understand your own reaction to mistakes, how you were parented uh, regarding mistakes, how to model and demonstrate to your children the value of making mistakes and have conversations, sit down and talk about it. Sit down and have a conversation about it with your children and not after something's just happened when they're still kind of emotionally electrically charged from it later, like a day or two later, go back and do it. Um, and really incorporate this and bring this into uh, your family life, into your parenting, but but especially to your own life, because often we're really, we really are a lot harder on ourselves than we need to be. You know, I see this all the time with parenting in particular. Parents get so mad at themselves when they kind of blow it parenting-wise, uh, but you're going to blow it as a parent. I blow it as a parent. It's, it's not possible to do this job perfectly all the time. That's that's not real. Um, you know, it's about being perfectly imperfect. Um, and you can always, always, always go back and repair. Absolutely. And I want to, and I love this quote. I, I think this is like a fabulous quote. So it's the greatest mistake a person can ever make is to be afraid of making one. And that's by Albert Herbert. So think about that, bring that into your awareness. Um, I hope this has been helpful. Remember too, that we have online courses. We have our village, which is an incredible place where connected parents can, can be together with a connected parenting practitioner and therapist who can actually help you practice some of these techniques and bring this into your parenting repertoire. It's also really supportive and wonderful. Um, I have my other podcast too, the mental health comedy podcast, which is really, you know, we interview well-known celebrities and comedians, and we talk strategy, we talk practical tools, like things you can do to calm yourself down and help you. So we're, there's all kinds of things you can uh, dive into at Connected Parenting. We really want to give you as many resources as we can. So go to connectedparenting.com. You'll find more things there. Thank you so much, everybody. And I'll see you next time on the next episode of Connected Parenting.